meditation, like I said, is just this really beautiful space of we're always, 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 always connected to our higher power, to each other, to Mother Earth, to our animal friends. We're always connected. But when we get up into that logical space, it's almost like the space of forgetting that we're connected, forgetting that we are this divine, like infinitely like abundant, forever existing, like we don't ever actually die being that's so much more powerful than we realize. So meditation is a remembering. It's remembering our divinity. It's remembering our greatness. It's remembering how freaking awesome we are. And this little human shit that's like what we feel is like super annoying in the moment. Like it's really just a blip in the matrix. It's like not even a big deal. So yes, meditation is amazing. And I definitely recommend getting a practice if you don't have one. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Krimitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. Get out of your head and into your heart. This is one of the core concepts that Jen and I discuss on today's epic podcast episode, and I couldn't be more inspired to share it with you. Jen Mavros helps you manifest soulfully aligned desires and dreams in your life and your business. And during today's episode, we go in deep on how to manifest, but not in a how-to type of a way, but in a symphony of interweaving conversations that are as business-minded as they are soul-filling. When Jen identifies that we can't truly manifest something that we have a limiting belief against, I ask her how we can handle the overwhelm and the frustration that can often come when we're working on overcoming those limiting beliefs. We both speak passionately about the practice of meditation and how it's a powerful tool for giving us the space for getting connected and present with ourselves and our higher purpose. Jen also talks about how important it is to recognize and honor all of our feelings, especially those that aren't quote unquote high vibe or super happy and shares a wonderful strategy for helping her create a life that helps her feel more of what she wants to feel. There is so much gold in this conversation, and I really encourage you to listen at a time when you can be fully present for it. Jen is a total joy, and I know that you're going to love this incredible conversation. Jen Mavros, my fellow married into the Greek family lady, (laughs) how are you today? (laughs) I am just peachy, love. Thank you. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. We just had this nice long conversation before we hit record about how we live the lives of being married to the Greek. And it's literally a recreation of my big fat Greek wedding all the time, right? No joke. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) But it's so much fun. I don't come from a culture really. Like my family didn't really embrace the culture or of traditions. And so marrying in, it was like, I'm so blessed. So I love it. I love it. Well, I'm so happy that you're here. It has been a long time coming actually, like since the time that I was like, yes, I want to book her. And just checking you out since then, I've just been so excited to have this conversation about the personal development journey that we are all on 
as we grow our businesses. I talk about this quite frequently. I share... I probably overshare about my own personal development journeys. And I just love and really believe in sharing about how we all are constantly digging into ourselves in order to grow our businesses. And in order to really truly have the results that we want in business, I know this is sort of your motto. So like we're singing the same song here. In order to really experience the results that you want in your business, you really need to do that deep inner work in order for it to come out from the inside out. So how in the world are you even somebody who's interested in this and interested in like manifesting and interested in this type of a conversation? Where did this even come from? Oh my goodness. So where did it even come from? That's a great question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm kind of like a like a personal development junkie. Like I just the more I got into it, the more the more books I was reading, the more documentaries and podcasts and all this stuff. I kind of call it like the entryway into like my spiritual journey. The more I became just like obsessed, I was like, you mean I have a say in what happens in my life? You mean like I don't have to be a victim of circumstance? You mean I have a choice in this? And then it just kind of like went and snowballed from there. And I am a huge lover of live events. So if you all are into personal development, I would absolutely recommend go to as many live events as you can because that is really where not only the transformation, if it's a decent person that's speaking, right? Like a good person speaking, but transformation and connecting with people. I think we definitely have... The interwebs is an amazing resource. The interwebs. (laughs) It's an incredible resource. I'm on you know, Zoom. I'm on Skype. I'm literally every day of my life. And so it is important to like have that in-person heart-to-heart connection and live events. They're so where it's at. So I really make a point to go to as many as I possibly can. But yeah, I mean, my journey has just kind of evolved where I've just... Like I said, I've just been a lover of growing myself. And then... Of course, like I want to tell more people about, oh my gosh, I just tried this. I got to tell as many people as possible. And then it just kind of turned into my business. And that's kind of just what I do now. Well, what's that origin story? Like, how did this love of really discovering about yourself and manifesting things in your life and really believing that this spiritual journey was something that you were loving and that you could share with others? Where did that get married up with like, oh, I could make a business out of this. I could actually help other people doing this in a way that supports me. So what did that look like? Yeah. So I guess like the first thing that comes to mind, like one of the first milestones was it was kind of like one of those moments where you're like maybe perusing in a bookstore and like this book falls out on your head and it opens up to this like chapter. Like it was literally one of those like random, weird, magical moments. This book by Louise Hay, God bless her, she's since passed over, but her work around affirmations and really like being more conscious with the thoughts that you're thinking and what you're putting out was really kind of the catalyst for sparking a lot for me. And then I realized that in in doing a lot of these practices she talks about, I was calling in a lot of really cool things into my life. I started manifesting money at work when I had my nine to fiver job. And like I won this random $500 raffle at work. And for me at that time, I had a financial hot mess. And so that was a lot of money to me. That was a lot of money. Like that went really, really far. And then I just started kind of like toying with other things in my life. And it just exploded from there. And I learned that through some very basic principles of traditional manifestation techniques that you can really become this beautiful co-creator where you sit in the driver's seat of your life, where you can begin to create your experiences. And again, like I mentioned, you don't have to be this victim of circumstance. 
But this sounds super cheesy too. But another thing that comes up is I watched the movie The Secret. Yes, girl, you don't have to apologize for that. The reason I love The Secret, no matter how many people will poo-poo it, is because it reached a mass level where it really at least introduced people to this idea of the law of attraction and really calling in what you want into your life. And exactly what you're saying is getting into the driver's seat of your life. So it's totally cool to mark that as like a moment. Yeah, it was definitely a gateway for me. And I even had like a dollar bill and I like put it on my ceiling and like I had a rock in my bra. And every time I felt the rock in my bra, I would say my little affirmation. Like I did the thing, right? The things that they talk about in the movie. And it is a really beautiful um, gateway into what I teach now, which is what I call divine manifestation, which is a whole thing in and of itself. But it's basically this space of really leaning back into the arms of the universe instead of being... Okay, so let me back this up. So traditional manifestation techniques, what I was observing was it felt very like self-serving. It felt very demand. I'm going to demand this of the universe and I'm going to write out a Christmas list and I want this. And if I, if I put it out there, it'll come to me. And it just, it's just a lot of things felt very lopsided. Like I'm going to ask for this and I'm going to receive it. And then I would question in my head, I'm like, yeah, but what about like what you're contributing to the world. So are you just going to be in a self-serving space and ask and demand, but not like contribute outside of yourself, not be like a human being that's actually creating more footprint than just your own whatever. And so traditional techniques felt very lopsided. They felt very kind of like off kilter to me. So I took what I learned. I mean, it was like a literally a decade practicing what I was learning from traditional teachings. And I just started kind of playing with it and tweaking things. And through my own meditation practice, which is huge, that's my life. I often would rather just be in meditation most of the time than just like being a human being. But just I, I found some really beautiful things that popped up for me around what felt more in alignment for me and the way that I chose chose to teach divine manifestation. So we practice altruism. So it's not just like asking and receiving and opening yourself up energetically and physically and emotionally, but it's also giving. And and like I mentioned, contributing outside of yourself and being that person that is more than just self-seeking. And so that's kind of nutshell, girlfriend, like super, super nutshell of things. You know what I love about that is it is holistic. Yes. Your belief and like how you're doing it and how you're teaching it and how you experience it is just really like all encompassing. I'm a big fan of Oprah's Super Soul Conversations podcast. And she quite often says that she prays for and meditates on how to live into her highest self and the highest expression of herself in this world. And I love that because it's encompassing exactly what you're saying that you can co create who you are and how you're showing up in this world. And it's not lopsided in the sense that you're just asking for more money, right? Or you're just not asking for a successful business, or you're not just asking to meet the man or woman of your dreams. Like, but it's in, you did say this, like just really leaning back into the arms of the universe and really understanding that you are special and you have a place in this world. And I would imagine that your techniques that we're going to talk about and how you do that is about being in alignment with that, right? Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about what this really means because the realities of, you know, we're speaking to women entrepreneurs. And so the realities of living a life as a female entrepreneur requires that you have a vision and that you continually take steps towards this vision, right? It's tons of faith. I mean, this life, (laughs) so much more than any other life that I know, requires an immense amount of faith. And so, most of what I have experienced out there when it comes to like, here's how you can manifest this result that you want. And here's how to do this, right? 
is very practical in the sense of like write stuff down and and put that stuff around you and see that pop up and create anchors and that's all really great stuff but then there's this thing called like what happens when it doesn't fucking work right or what happens when like i feel like i'm missing something so I would love to know a little deeper about this divine manifestation and how we as women entrepreneurs who are wanting to manifest things, not just for our businesses, but for our lives and to feel full and purposeful in what we're doing. Yes. Fulfillment. That's a huge keyword. And you also mentioned alignment. That's a huge thing as well. So there's kind of like two things that come up. And obviously this is like something that I could literally jam for like 25 bajillion hours on this. But first thing that comes up is a lot of times what we experience are almost like this invisible ceiling, right? Like we we put it out into the universe and we're doing what we think we're supposed to be doing, the, the techniques that we're taught. And what it comes down to is what we are looking to create, to manifest, it has to be in alignment with your belief systems. So we have to look at our belief sets, the, the beliefs that are perhaps limiting, limiting our greatness. So I'll give you an example. When I started doing this work around belief systems, I had this belief. This is the very first one that I started working on. I had this belief that at this time, I was looking to manifest more revenue into my business and create more of a, a stream of revenue. And so I realized that I had a belief system that told me that money... And a lot of people have this that money was bad. Money was evil. Now, here's the thing. that There's like a glitch in the matrix when this, thing, this happens. If you're looking to create more, let's say, money, like I was, and, and I think we all probably are to some capacity, right? If you're looking to create more prosperity in your life, if you have a block or a belief that tells you that actually contradicts what it is you're looking to call in, you might call it in for a second and then it'll go away really quickly. Or you will like, you'll have that resistance where it's literally like just two inches away from your face and you could taste it, you can feel it, but it never fully comes in to fully manifest. Or it's just like so, so out of reach that it just doesn't even exist in your realm of possibility. So we absolutely have to look at our belief sets around whatever it is you're looking to manifest in your life. I like to use the example, and I think I might've heard this from someone else. This wasn't like something I came up with, but it's almost like we have this rocket pack that's strapped on our back and we're about ready to like take up into the go up in the air and we're soaring in our manifestations and we're so excited about life. And what happens when we go off the ground, if you have a belief system that contradicts what it is you're looking to manifest, there will be this anchor that anchors you in and pulls you back on the ground. So there's literally no way that you'll manifest what you're looking to manifest if you have a belief that is out of alignment with that. So that's the first thing. So we have to work on our belief sets, which is total personal development. That is massive, by the way. Let's just start with number one. (laughs) Hold on to number two. Yes. That is massive. It's just massive because somebody who does this work regularly and knowing so many other women who do this work so actively and so passionately, it is obvious like, okay, I've got to deal with my limiting beliefs. I have this limiting belief with this and money. I have this limiting belief of business being easy. I have limiting belief that I cannot be mom and like, I can't be a great mom and have a successful business at the same time. Like so many limiting beliefs. Let me just ask this question. How do you not sink in the quicksand of, oh my God, I have so many limiting beliefs and how do I deal with them? Or I am dealing with them. So I feel like I'm working on these, damn it. And I should be, I should be taken off of that rocket because I'm dealing with them. Like, how do we realistically deal with 
the fact that we do have limiting beliefs and even when we're working on them, we're still working on them and it can feel overwhelming. I'm asking because this is something I feel like keeps coming up in my community. Like I feel like I'm working on this and and I'm conscious of it, but I feel like I'm kind of drowning in the fact that I'm working on it because I know too much, right? Or I feel like I just keep getting caught because I can't get past this limiting belief. Sure. So, so the first thing that comes up for me is I'm gonna go spiritual on y'all. Yeah. Is I really believe that we are exactly where we need to be in our human journey at any given moment. Like it's literally perfect. The fact that we're connecting, the fact that we're intersecting in our journey together right now, there's no coincidence of that. This conversation, the things that we're talking about. And so if you can kind of like, instead of zooming so, so far in on the micro of like, oh my gosh, I'm in my head. Like I have this belief system. It's so overwhelming. Like I know that I have all these belief systems. It's almost like, again, like we're taking the step back to kind of be in the space of observing more of a macro and really having grace with yourself to understand that like, my love, you are exactly where you need to be right now. And it's okay. And the things that are happening in your life, they're not happening to you. Like God or whatever your belief system is, universe, spirit, source, whatever you call that, is not punishing you or blaming you for something. These things are happening for you. They're happening for your own spiritual evolution, for your own personal growth and development as a soul here on this earth. And so we're not only human beings, but we're divine beings having a human experience at the same exact time. And so sometimes we can very easily, and I'm guilty of this myself, get so caught up in like the mind, like trying to rationalize and trying to like, yes. what is happening? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And so it's this remembrance of like sinking into the heart. So how can we go from the logical mind in the ego space, dropping down into the heart and remembering what's really true? This is happening for a reason. And I don't really know why, what the hell is going on, but I just, I trust the process. I trust there's something that I'm supposed to be learning here. And this is for my highest good. And so it's coming back again to leaning back into the arms of the universe. And it can be difficult to like fully surrender and to fully trust and have that faith. But again, it's, it's happening for us. And so for me, I, that's why I'm in a constant state of meditation. Like I'm always meditating. I was was just going to ask because this really gets, if you are someone who is feeling, if I shouldn't say if you are someone, if you are in a space where you are feeling frustrated because you're not getting what you want, you're conscious enough to know that you've got some limiting beliefs going on there that are holding you back. You're wise enough and brave enough to be doing the work to be working on those limiting beliefs and you're not getting the results yet. This is the moment of realizing movie. I love that. Get out of the head and into the heart. And so coming back to a meditation practice, I'm such a huge lover of the tool of meditation as you need it. It's never perfect. Don't look at what everyone else says that you need to do for meditation. Just... Oh, you know, yeah. yeah do you, just, girl. Do you, do boo. You. That's like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But it's so beautiful because the practice, that word is being used very deliberately here. The practice of meditation does exactly that. It gets you out of your head and into your being, into your soul, into your heart. And that I think is equivalent to that art of getting out of the micro and and into the macro of just being and allowing you to be where it is you are right now. You know what I mean? And to me, what that does in the business sense is it takes out the anxiety. It extracts the anxiety of things not being where you want them to be in this moment right now and feeling anxious about that. Whether it's a, a lack of money and you're seriously like, I need to pay payroll next week. Shit, how am I going to do that? Or something is supposed to be happening with the forward progress of my business and it's just not happening right now. And why? And But it's like, 
instead of getting into the strategy and the why and trying to figure it out and wrap your head around it, like get into the heart. So beautiful. Oh yeah. So, so for me, that's meditation. I mean, my husband will be like, if I'm a little frazzled, he'd be like, did you meditate today? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I didn't. Dang it. Go meditate. Okay. Cause I do everything in meditation. I mean, it's not just like people think that meditation is supposed to look a certain way, but I'll tell you what, like me, I just sit on, I've got this little like couch thing. I sit on my couch thing and however I'm comfortable in the moment, sometimes I'll have music. Sometimes I won't. Sometimes it takes me like moments to get into meditation. Sometimes it takes me like 40 minutes to get into meditation. Depends on the state that I'm in. And again, it's just allowing myself the grace, allowing myself to be more gentle on myself because look, like no one said being human was easy sometimes. And so meditation, like I said, is just this really beautiful space of we're always, 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 always connected to our higher power, to each other, to Mother Earth, to our animal friends. We're always connected. But when we get up into that logical space, it's almost like the space of forgetting that we're connected, forgetting that we are this divine, like infinitely like abundant, forever existing, like we don't ever actually die being that's so much more powerful than we realize. So meditation is a remembering. It's remembering our divinity. It's remembering our greatness. It's remembering how freaking awesome we are. And this little human shit that's like what we feel is like super annoying in the moment. Like it's really just a blip in the matrix. It's like not even a big deal. So yes, meditation is amazing. And I definitely recommend getting a practice if you don't have one. So... I love that. Okay. So now I'm going to take us back to point number two. We just talked about point number one. Let's talk about point number two. So the other thing that came up that I find a lot is I work exclusively with women and I hear all the time as an excuse, God bless our souls. I've had this excuse myself is I don't have enough clarity. I'm not clear enough on what this looks like. So it becomes almost like this excuse or this like stop in your forward movement because there's not enough clarity. I don't have enough clarity, so I can't move forward. So clarity is a really important piece in co-creation and divine manifestation. But I have something that I call soulfully aligned clarity. And in my own experience, I had really messy space in my life where I fell flat on my face in the mud and I had to fully surrender to what was because things were not working out for me. I had a really horrible launch. I'd spent an obscene amount of money on my team and all the stuff. And I opened my doors to this launch and literally nothing happened. I was like, is anybody okay. there? Okay. <laughs> Hello. Oh, how Hello. scary. Yeah. Well, actually not scary. Disappointing. The fear is... That's like everyone's fear of what will happen. Yes. And I've been... Incre- I mean, this is like... I've been ge- generating more revenue than I had in my entire life. So for this to happen from going from like making tons of money to like nada, I was like, what's going on? And so it's not that I was creating something that was bad or whatever. It was the energy of it and the alignment of it and a whole other like whole other conversation but basically what i'm getting at is through this process through this like thing that i went through i had to take almost kind of like a year almost a full year off of doing any launches because i had to deeply sink into what my soul was yearning to be expressed rather than what my brain was telling me, looking outside of myself at like, oh, I'm supposed to have a six and seven figure business based on what everyone is telling me in in the entrepreneur space. I'm supposed to look like this. I'm supposed to have this many launches and it's supposed to be like this. And like going outside of myself for the answers when we all have the answers for ourselves. And that's I found myself getting caught up in that. So I had to soulfully align myself into what was most important. 
So there's two things I like to talk about. And this is what I was doing at this time. I was co-creating, I was manifesting from a space that I call surface level wants. They're very surface level that we might see outside of ourselves. Like I said, maybe keeping up with the Joneses. Maybe it's based off a belief system that we're told from our parents. It's passed down. And it's very surface level. It's not hitting that like depth, the depth of our soul and what our soul is truly wanting for us to express in this lifetime. So you can absolutely create and manifest from a surface level. I did it for a long time. You absolutely can but you'll feel like not fully fulfilled or there will feel like some sort of disconnection. Maybe you won't be able to like pinpoint it, put your finger on it. But in the soulfully aligned space is where you're taking spaciousness to inquire within, to tap into your infinite wisdom and pull forth the answers that you need for your life and for your journey and for your business. And one of the the most... I mean, there are a series of questions that came up for me when I was working on this. I have a whole process around it, but do you mind if I share a couple Please, please go. So one of the most important ones to start off with is... And I think that a lot of people nowadays are cut off to feeling... They don't want to feel. So we either drink it away, eat it away, medicate it away. We don't want to feel fully. Well, that's another thing that I talk a lot about is we have to be in tune with what we're feeling because it's it's a guidepost. Like our, our feelings and our emotions that bubble up, they're truly like messengers to come and support us on our journey. So we have to be in touch with what we're feeling. And I, I actually ask myself this question every single day in the point of inquiry, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel? Um, give you an example. So, like, so in that really messy space in my life, I was feeling constantly overwhelmed, constantly taxed. I couldn't hold anything. My capacity, my bandwidth was just like just depleted, totally depleted. And so feeling overwhelmed when I asked myself, okay, how do I want to feel? How would I rather feel if I don't want to feel overwhelmed? And so I discovered that spaciousness was what I was really yearning for in that, That's in a great that word. moment. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so powerful. So then if I'm if I'm going to sink into spaciousness, how is it that I'm going to be creating spaciousness? And so leaning into allowing myself to feel that. And so that's a really powerful question. How do you want to feel in your life? How do you want to feel in your business? Because we're pulled by how we want to feel. Yeah, and you know what I love about this? It, it is the that we're supposed to feel happy all the time. We're supposed to have it together. And I I hate admitting that I feel this way too, because I feel like I'm pretty in tune with my feelings. There's a lot of like who I am and the ups and downs and I embrace that. But absolutely, I feel that. I feel like oh, I should be having it together. I should be, I should be showing up this way today. You know, like today, today's a Monday as this moment that we're recording. And I am four and a half months pregnant right now. And I give myself a lot of grace. Like I am in the... I have talked about this. I'm in the season of like... My word is flow. Like I am not in the hardcore hustle season. It's just not... That is not how I want to feel. Don't want to feel overwhelmed. Don't... All that stuff, right? So I have done exactly that. Like totally realigned my life so that flow can happen. So I woke up this morning and Mondays are generally like... CEO days for me, like really administrative, like getting myself set for the week. I've got big things coming up. And I woke up and I was like, I just don't feel like doing anything today. And that for an entrepreneur is a little hard of a space because we're supposed to be able to work when we don't feel like it, right? We're supposed to be able to push through when we don't feel like it. That's kind of where, quote unquote, like what makes you different versus somebody else who just like kind of goes with the flow and goes with their emotions. However, I am finding 
And I am constantly learning. So, you know, if I gave advice totally against this last year, like I'm okay with that, that being able to be in touch with those emotions and those feelings is so vitally important because it'll help you show up in a lot more authentic of a way to yourself first. And then that can get projected to the world as you need it to be projected to the world, whether on social media or in your teachings or in your podcast or in your students or coaching clients or whatever that is, right? So I think that that's such a big point that to really take the time and create the space to really get in tune with what you're feeling because those are the guideposts to what what is right for us and what is going to be aligned for us and how we actually produce in our business, right? As it pertains to this topic. But that's... I mean, that's in all areas of our life, really. Absolutely. And if, if you really feel it's like the, it's the foundation. Mm-hmm. And so if your foundation is rocky or shaky, or maybe you're not even in tune with it, it's like you're standing on sand. Like it's not going to be a sturdy foundation. And thank you for just kind of like earmarking this because it's so important. We as women, we as human beings, we go through seasons and cycles of our lives. I think that the whole hustle movement, ain't nobody got time for hustle. (laughs) I am like, no, I'm not going to push myself if I'm not, if I literally everything in me wants to limp fish and I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. (laughs) Why am I going to try and force something that doesn't fit? So I'm all about alignment. I'm like, cross out the hustle. Let's get aligned with what feels good, what really truly is in resonance with our life because our life is going through different seasons, you know, just like the, the, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I I mean, I was going to say like, there have been seasons in my life where I have been like, boom, 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 let's get it done. And I'm waking up so early and like, and that's awesome. And I love those seasons. And if you're in a season like that, awesome and embrace it. And also embrace if something starts to come up or embrace and watch for if you put all of your effort into something and it plunks, like it totally is a quote unquote failure. Like that's the moment to realize like when you, when we are not in line with our emotions and like what truly is going on inside of us, that's the result of it. When a failed launch happens or we did everything that we felt we should do in order to attract dream clients or the or have this type of financial result or business result and the result is totally like not what we expected like that's kind of the moment to be like okay something's off here something's off because i was just going for the surface and there's something deeper to be had here so in going into this like solutions like what do you then do to bring together the practicalities of we're talking business. So like running a business or showing up well and in alignment for your business versus, oh my gosh, am I just doing this for this reason? Or why am I like, how do we find peace with all of that? Sure. Sure. I can certainly speak from my own experience. Obviously I'm living my life. For me, I am not a very structured person. And when I say structured, I don't have like My whole week is not completely like chiseled in stone. I'm very flexible to change. And I think that that's really important because I feel like this kind of like this newer energy that we're in, it really requires us to be less rigid and a lot more flexible to allow. And when you're in flow space, like if you're in a flow, you may go somewhere and meet someone that you're like inspired by and lit up by. And then instead of coming back to where you thought you were going to go, you actually then follow that like breadcrumb by going, going and talking to that person or going and traveling somewhere else to some other place that you didn't necessarily think you were going to go. And so it's really just following 
my life now is when I'm inspired when I feel lit up, when I feel like there's like a coincidence that's happening, I like to call those synchronicities. I follow that. I am inspired. I take action. I'm inspired. I take action. Now it can be an interesting balance, especially in the business space, because well, we have to have some structure. Absolutely. I'm not like negating that at all, but I allow, again, I allow spaciousness. So I'm able to like vision out and dream out and get clear on what my soul is yearning to express, but I allow more bubble around those things in case I need to go off road, in case I'm like needing a little more space today to myself. And so really just honoring, I think that that's a really important word to like implant into the space is we need to honor and revere where we are in the moment. And we do have these seasons and cycles. I mean, every month women for most part go through their moon cycle, right? That's a, we're, we're not traditionally meant to be like on full, full forward movement forward during like this time where we're hurt. And we just like, I don't want to see anybody and I'm crabby and I'm grouchy. Like that's on purpose. We're not necessarily meant to be like conquering the world in that moment. We're supposed to be like in this introspection and going inward. I mean, even just like you look at nature with the, with its seasons and cycles, there's winter and fall and spring, like it's really honoring where you are. And so um, it's finding your harmonizing in, in that. I don't like to use the word balance because balance feels like too teeter-totter, like you can't possibly achieve it. So it's really like just being present with yourself enough that you know what you're needing in that moment and honoring that. That right there is just the giant, giant nugget to really leave here with. Giving yourself the space, being with yourself and being present with yourself and then honoring all of that stuff. I'll talk about the practicalities of how to do this and please add in your own. like Just something little, like I use my voice memo on my phone a lot. And I'll go back and forth. Sometimes I will journal and I'll just kind of like write stuff down about like kind of like brain dump of like what I'm feeling or what's going on. And then sometimes I do this via voice memo. So it's just like getting it out and giving voice to it is a very big deal of like who I am, what I'm doing in this moment. If I'm questioning something, if I'm not feeling right about something, if I'm like contemplating what should I be doing over here with this thing, right? It just really being able to get that out is massive because it makes it embodied. And then honoring that, like not judging myself for any of that stuff. Oh my gosh, huge. <laughs> Especially in those moments where it's just not pretty. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I am like self-doubt queen right now. And this is so contradictory to Miss Confident that I feel like I am most of the time, but I'm having this massive moment of not good enough and WTF, like, and here it is in the raw and allowing that to be okay. Yes. Yes. And that's, I think that especially like in the personal development world, when people are entering in, at least this is what I experienced. It was all about like, you just have to stay high vibed and it's all about positive thinking and staying on your high flying disc. Yes, absolutely. And it's honoring those moments. Like you were just explaining when you don't feel like chipper Charlie or like super peppy Pamela (laughs) or whatever, like maybe shit sucks right now. And it's honoring that. It's not that you're going into like a, you're being a Debbie Downer. It is this, I like to talk about this rainbow spectrum. We're not just the high vibeness and positive thinkingness. We're the full spectrum of all that is. So we are also can be sad. We also experience like frustration. We also have maybe some anger bubbles up and it's honoring where you are. And I can tell you, a lot of people are like, when they're entering into manifestation and they're learning about this, they're taught that being in high vibe, positive thinking, 
because you're going to ultimately attract in what you are and what you're putting out. And in the space of your energy body, what happens is when you experience emotions, maybe that are what I like to call contrasting, that are not those like high vibe, wee, like awesome ones, right? Maybe you're freaking angry. Maybe you're super frustrated. Maybe you're going into guilt. When you're experiencing those contrasting emotions, again, seeing them as messengers, they're coming to deliver a message to you. And what I've experienced is when you don't honor them, you don't allow them to express and and tell you what they need to tell you, they store in your energetic body. And that actually lowers your vibration as a whole. Because I'm I'm hella woo, girl. So good, girl. I'm way woo. Bring it. <laughs> um, in the energy space, when I look at someone's energy, like their energy body, I can identify kind of like where blocks of energy are stored. And they kind of look like little gray clouds or like little puffs of grayness. So what happens is we need to express those emotions. What people like to call it like emotional baggage. If you allow them to express themselves, they actually move through you way quicker than if you try and resist them. So again, back to the whole honoring where you are, feeling what you need to feel. You're going to... If you feel what you need to feel in that moment, it's going to be a lot shorter amount of time than if you try and resist it, push it down. I can't feel this right now. I don't want to deal with this rather than allowing yourself to be where you are in that present moment. And it's okay to be messy. It, it's, it's, you That's know, we're, what we we're, are. Like we're beautiful, perfectly imperfect. Absolutely. And, and it's, and I think that that's really where we're moving. I think that there's been so much perfectionism trying to keep everything needs to be perfect and look absolutely, especially in the business space. But what I've found is that the more like real someone is that like they're showing like, dude, life sucks for me today. (laughs) They're more relatable. And you feel that. You feel that. So have you ever... um, I'm so having a mommy moment of blanking on the name of this movie, but I'm hoping that you remember it. It is... I think it's a Disney movie. It's It's an animation kids movie for sure. The whole story is about the emotions represented as people inside of this little girl, like this 12 or 13 year old girl. Anyway, the point is, is that joy is the, is the main emotion, the overriding emotion. There's anger, there's disgust, and there's sadness, right? And joy is constantly trying to downplay sadness. Sadness is trying to have a moment and joy is like, no, 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 we're not going to have that moment. And like, I won't go through the whole story, but like the climax of the whole movie is basically when joy finally realizes that sadness has a voice and sadness is necessary in order for the holistic experience of this beautiful young girl that they're all inside supporting. Inside Out, that's the name of it. Oh my God, thank God. That was going to bother me for a long time. And that just is so such a beautiful visual of exactly what you're talking about, which is like, we are all holistic human beings. And when we try to stomp down any one of these emotions that are not the perfect emotion or perfect thing that we're supposed to be feeling, right? then what we're ultimately doing is like clogging the whole system. And so it's a matter of really honoring all of the emotions and honoring them all so that we are vibrantly in like just beautifully whole in all of those emotions. Absolutely. Alignment. That's where that word comes in. It's you will be in more and closer to your soul's alignment when you're honoring that. What is one of the biggest lessons that you have learned in not only embodying this work, but teaching this work to others. Because I would imagine that's that's a whole different ball game, you know, like you can do for you. But once people start coming to you and really following the way that you do things or taking your advice and pushing it forward in their own lives, like what is the biggest lesson that you have learned in sort of the businessification, if you will, of what you know and what your gifts really are? 
Yeah. So, I mean, this was a huge lesson for me because I, I know this very intimately. I came into the personal development world, high vibing myself, being happy headspace and all over the world. And, and so this was a very big eye-opening thing that like, oh, you mean I can acknowledge those things over there, those feelings, whatever, whatever. So that was a very big lesson for me. Very big. And I am not only in spaces like this, like I might be stepping into the role of a teacher, but I'm also a student at the same exact time. So the duality, like I'm a teacher and a student. And it's just, again, honoring that. I think that the biggest thing is my life doesn't look like other people's lives. And so it's honoring that what may work for me doesn't necessarily work for you. So it is is really, 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 really impressing upon people that you have to tune into your own internal compass, into your own guidance for the answers. And so I'm constantly like, it can be really, you want to sometimes just ask your mentor or ask somebody, what's the answer? Like, what am I supposed to do here? And people, I think that that some of the people that I work with can get frustrated with me when I'm like, my love, I don't have the answer for you. You have the answer for you. So you've got to do the work. Go meditate, go take a walk, go take a shower. Water is actually a really interesting conduit for... I don't know if you've ever been maybe like in a bath or shower and you get like really incredible oh, yeah. ideas. That's a constant. Like, oh, I had that idea in the shower. Yeah. That's a big joke in the business community of like, yep, ideas in the shower. Absolutely. So, so go take a shower. You know, maybe you'll get some inspiration in that space. So it's important that I allow the people that I work with, I allow myself to do them, to do me, because what the way things show up for me may not be the, the way that they show up for that person. So it's trusting in your own internal guidance and practicing that muscle. Cause sometimes it's difficult when you're in like a, a trance or you're in some kind of in the middle of something, something, it can be difficult to like kind of navigate through your truth. It's like you're trying to, you're treading water and you're in the middle of the ocean. So leaning into your truth. I love this. So if you have been touched by this conversation and it's obvious to you that Jen is beautifully in line with what she's here to teach in this world and you are intrigued by that, I will go ahead and leave Jen's website in the show notes. It's jenmavros.com. Greek last name, of course, because we're awesome. And um, I'll go ahead and leave that link in the show notes. But my hope for you listening is that you can simultaneously take practical lessons out of this as far as like how to practically implement it into your life. You guys know I'm all about like, what's the practicalities of this? But there's this other part that is just not practical. It's getting out of the head and into the heart. And if that means that from this, you really dedicate some time to creating a meditation practice, or or at the very least, just know instinctively, I, I need some more time with myself. I need to listen to myself a little bit more. And whatever that looks like for you, that is my hope for you, that you really get out of the head and into the heart after this conversation. Jen, thank you so much for being here and having this conversation with me. Thank you so much. It was wonderful. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Honestly, I never take it for granted that you spent the time here with me today. It means so much to me. I also want to make sure to let you know that... I have just had one more spot open up for a private coaching client. So if you're listening to this and you are in the moment of realizing that you cannot do this journey by yourself and you do need help and support and you need that support from people who you trust and who you know will help you get customized results, then all you have to do is see if we are a match. Go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash work with Katie and click on the button that will allow you to sign up for a free 15-minute match session with me. It's a phone call, and you and I are going to find out a little bit more about each other, 
and make sure that the kind of support and strategy that I provide for my private clients is exactly what you need. My mission is to inspire and support women entrepreneurs who are on this business journey passionately, purposefully, so that you can show up as the best version of you every single day. And I do that by creating customized accountability, strategies, brainstorming, and support through a dedicated time just for you. So let's start seeing the results that you really deserve in your business. Go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash work with Katie, and let's see if that spot is meant for you. 